13-year-old Adam has made a lot of mistakes in his life, but this has to be the biggest. Thanks to a massive fight with his little brother Callum, the mysterious and magical computer algorithm Popularis Incrementum has exploded and accidentally transported them to a completely different dimension. One where they were never born and the internet doesn't exist and neither does any of the technology they know and love. Will the brothers survive in this strange altiverse where everything is the same but different? Can they stop an evil villain from sabotaging their dad's world-changing technology when in this universe their dad doesn't even know who they are? And most importantly of all, will they ever find a way back home? Adam Destroys the Internet is out now in paperback. Available from your local Waterstones or online at Waterstones. Hey, I'm Dan, and this is Fun Kids Meets, the podcast where we meet your heroes. Now, recently, I caught up with Alicia Weir, who plays Matilda in the brand new Matilda the Musical, the movie. She's the star of the whole thing, and she told me all about it. Alicia, well, listen, welcome along. How are you? Big deal, right? Yeah. And this is your first ever interview like this with the lights, with the cameras, with the microphone kind of dangling over your head. How are you feeling? Um, well, it's very surreal. Yeah. I can't really believe it. And like, although I've done a few interviews and like I've done the film and it's been over like a period of time, it still hasn't sunk in yet. And I don't really know when it will sink in, but it definitely hasn't <laughs> yet. <laughs> well, let me ask you, this could be the start of something massive. You know, maybe fame, maybe huge success over in Hollywood, that kind of thing. But you play Matilda, magical Matilda, in Matilda the Musical. Would you swap everything to be magical yourself, do you think? Well, definitely. Well, <laughs> I think it's a, like a difficult question because I think Matilda, although she has superpowers yeah. and she can obviously, she has telekinesis and she can move things with her eyes, I think her main power is courage. So I think I definitely swap everything to have courage um, because I think that's the main key in life and you can definitely fight a lot of things off with courage and you can stand up for yourself. So I think that everyone could take courage into their life and it will definitely do some good. If you could have any superpower, courage, telekinesis, fly, be invisible, what, what would you do, would you reckon? I definitely pick courage, but I definitely choose to be invisible as well. <laughs> a very brave see-through person. Yeah, yeah, I love to be invisible. Because <laughs> then you can like swap into a situation and then swap out and see what they were saying and on. You could find out some... Yeah, well I think a lot of people would like to kind of swap places with you right now. Being the star in your own film, I mean that's amazing. So this is Matilda the musical, it's been a book, it's been another film, it's been a massive musical in the West End all around the world. Just tell us about the story, who is Matilda, Matilda Wormwood, what's she like? Well obviously Matilda's just a brave, a kind and courageous little girl and she's put into a life where she's got no one to go to, her parents don't care about her, she's really fighting on her own and her way to life is reading and books and it's like, as she says, a holiday in her head when she reads. So that's, she just stands up for herself and she meets, throughout the story, she meets a load of different characters and like Miss Trunchbull, Miss Honey, Mrs Phelps, her parents and like, some of them are bad, some of them are good. And Miss Honey really changes her life and it's definitely in a good way because 
I think that they, Miss Honey and Matilda, have something really in common mm. and they've been through kind of the same kind of thing and the difference is that Miss Honey doesn't stand up for herself and she lets people walk all over her where Miss, because she doesn't really have the courage as Matilda would, but Matilda would stand up for what's right and she really helps Miss Honey find that courage inside of her where at the end of the movie she has that courage to stand up for what's right. Let me take you back to your first day. You've been cast as Matilda, as I say, in this film. What was it like, first day, walking on set? What do you remember about that moment? Well, so I flew over from Ireland to England for seven months and because it was in like the middle of COVID, I couldn't, I didn't really know when I was going to get to fly back. But I did two, five months of filming and two months of rehearsals and I was quite nervous on my first day of rehearsals, just meeting everyone, but everyone was really welcoming and all the kids were amazing. And like to get to make loads of new friends was amazing. So everyone made me feel really welcome and I was really excited. This sounds like such a, an obvious question to ask, but I'm the first one, so I'm gonna take it. Uh, we'll have loads of listeners that will be acting, that will be performing, who would love to be in a movie. How did you get the part? Talk me through that. So I go to a stage school called Talented Kids and my agent sent me through to see if I wanted a self-tape. Um, and it was, I decided to self-tape and I did a song and like a little piece of a script. Then a few weeks later they asked if I wanted to fly over. But because it was during COVID I couldn't fly over. So through that whole year it kind of took a bit longer. But I did them on Zoom and then in December they asked me to fly over after COVID had died down. And two weeks later, after I flew home on my mum's birthday on the 10th of December, they called me to say I got the part. And I don't really think you can kind of imagine what kind of reaction you're going to get. But I was just really excited and happy and overwhelmed. I didn't know what to say. I was so shocked, but I was just really grateful. And it's on your mum's birthday. Did you have to kind of keep it on the down low because it's her big day? Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what, what did you get her for that birthday? Do you remember? was the present. Oh, yeah, I'll get on board with that. Uh, you spoke about singing. Can you tell me some secrets of this whole thing, right? Because when you watch massive movies and there's all the singing and all the dancing, I have no idea how that gets done. How long does it take you to make these big scenes where you're singing and dancing and acting from all around? What's that like? Well, so because we had two months for rehearsals, we got to go through like the dancing, the singing, and we kind of before we went into filming, we knew exactly what we were doing because of the two months of rehearsals, which really helped. Um, and we'd like know the choreography, like the the song. So when we went to do it, um, we just go for it, and then they do it from different angles. And it would take like like for big dance numbers, like Bruce. I think it took like a week. But I actually don't really do the dancing. Like Matilda's always in the dance scenes but she's always kind of on the side, like <laughs> overlooking it. So Naughty was one of my favourites because I got to do a little bit of dancing and I got to sing. Matilda just looks like she's having a great time, but everyone else is doing the dancing around her and she's yeah. just there, just enjoying herself. <laughs> yeah. And there's some massive stars in this film. Stephen Graham, Lashana Lynch, Dame Emma Thompson. For like, your first big movie, how was that, working with these people? Well, like, because I'd grown up watching them on the... Like on my screen, like to see, like a to be actually, stuff, yeah, yeah these to people. be actually in a movie with all these amazing actors was absolutely amazing. And um, 
I was like a bit nervous because like I'd never done anything like it before but they were really like kind to me relaxed and they like I was really looking up to them because I'd never really done anything like this so like I was really looking up to see what the how they did things and because there were so many people on the set I was really like watching them. Now the Matilda story and her as a character will mean a huge deal to people from so many ages from the books that was out decades ago from the movie that was out in the 90s how does it feel to be this character now and to take her legacy and, and do your own thing with it. Do, do you feel like pressure at all? Well, I didn't really feel pressure. I kind of just, I can only do what's, what's best and whatever I can do, then hopefully that everyone likes it and the way I portray Matilda, hopefully everyone likes it and there's not much I can do and Matthew, the director, I don't know, he must have liked something how I portrayed Matilda, so... <laughs> I just kind of portrayed it in the best way that I thought would be right and just hoping everyone likes it. You're talking about Matthew there, the director. Yeah. Um, he's done a lot of work in theatres, right, at the Old Vic in London. Now, you would have grown up doing a lot of theatre work, I would imagine, with, with your stage school. How, I guess, what was it like being on set? Was it, was it at all theatrical? What was the difference between being in a movie and being on stage with him manning the whole thing? Well, I think... On stage, it's a lot more, like, because there's loads of people watching you, it's a lot more, like, more facial expressions. You kind of, like, when you're in a movie, kind of need to tone it down almost and just make it real as in, like, it's your normal daily life. Um, and Matthew made me feel really comfortable and that, like, I had all day, even though, like, we didn't have all day to film <laughs> it, but he made me feel really comfortable. Lastly, are you good with your role doll? Do you know any role doll characters? Well... A really good thing is when I finished filming Matilda, I got, like, a big, huge chest. And in Matilda, I name, like, Matilda names a good few books, and I got all of them and, like, all the Rodal books. And we do read it sometimes in school, like, some of the books from Rodal, we read them. Well, let's give it a go lastly. Uh, so this is for our, our, our podcast we do called Stream It. Um, we talk about newest movies and that we do a stream it 30 second challenge. So I'm going to give you 30 seconds. <gasps> Wide eyes to name as many Rodal books as you can. You reckon you can do that? Uh, you ready? Okay. I'll help you out. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Matilda. Yeah. James and the Giant Peach. Yeah. The Witches. Um. Big one. Big one. Tall one. Massive ears. G the Giant. He's a nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah. And um, the Giant is that one? The the B the big friendly giant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've the got BFG. Half time. Yeah. Um. Uh, did you ever read the one about the the, the horrible husband and and wife? Mm. It would call, you would call this a person an idiot. If you met an idiot, you might call them this name. Three seconds. Mm. Three, two, mm. the twits. Oh. But still, you got five, yeah. which is very good. <laughs> Alicia, thank you so much. Thank you. That was Alicia Weir on Fun Kids Meets. It was so incredible that that was actually her very first ever solo interview. And she is going to go on to do huge things. So lucky that I got the chance to do that. Now, if you love this podcast and interviews with the biggest movie stars around, check out Stream It, our dedicated film and TV podcast. Thirteen-year-old Adam has made a lot of mistakes in his life, but this has to be the biggest. 
thanks to a massive fight with his little brother Callum, the mysterious and magical computer algorithm Popularis Incrementum has exploded and accidentally transported them to a completely different dimension. One where they were never born and the internet doesn't exist and neither does any of the technology they know and love. Will the brothers survive in this strange altiverse where everything is the same but different? Can they stop an evil villain from sabotaging their dad's world-changing technology when in this universe their dad doesn't even know who they are? And most importantly of all, will they ever find a way back home? Adam Destroys the Internet is out now in paperback. Available from your local Waterstones or online at Waterstones.